Hi, welcome to Startup Out of the Box with Marco Silva and Vitor Domingos. On this episode, we'll discuss innovation, fixing problems, two pizza teams, and also a review of Vite Combinator um, startups um, demo. Demo day. Exactly. That was yesterday or the, two, the last two days. Yeah, the last two days. Two demo But talking days. about pizza and making an homage to Amber Simpson. Mm, pizza. <laughs> or donuts. That works. Right. So the, <laughs> probably should start with, uh, with that. Uh, the two pizza teams. So it's a concept of um, having smaller teams to yep. work on where you can feed them with uh, two, two pizza. pizzas. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much around what? Three or four people. Depends on the people. I Dep- well, yeah. depends on the pizza then. <laughs> also, <laughs> we're talking about two large pizzas, so uh, roughly that. around ten people, twelve people, about that uh, for uh, four teams. So, um, and that concept came from uh, most famously from AWS. Uh, yes, the, the concept of building their products, building their services, was always around this concept of two pizza teams. So teams that are small, that are agile, uh, that have the capability to quickly develop something new uh, on their own, and they have all the skills they need internally in their team. They don't depend on other teams to, mm-hmm. to build the product. Mm-hmm. They're easily, uh, they're more easily to, uh, 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 to manage. They, uh, you can catch up with them uh, faster. Mm-hmm. You probably not gonna, not going to have a lot of communication issues mm-hmm. and probably you don't need Slack <laughs> because you can talk to each other. <laughs> well, unless you're remote, so. <laughs> exactly. But then you're not going to have pizza altogether. <laughs> exactly. You get the point. Yeah. Um, also, uh, there's this kind of concept where actually um, Every startup, uh, when you reach um, a volume, which I believe three or four kind of busy teams, then you start a new um, branch or a new startup or a new area just uh, uh, um, yeah, on the side. So don't don't have a large of 50, 100 people under the same team. Just create smaller teams, put managers uh, mm-hmm. managing that, and then uh, move along them. So yeah. create product teams create um, other type of um, um, infrastructure to support uh, your own employees rather than just put them in, in one bag and yeah. let Instead them... of creating yeah. like a back-end team, a front-end team, no, give the team all the skills they need so that team should have someone that knows front-end, someone that knows product design, someone that knows back-end or databases, depending yeah. on what you need for that team. That team should be have all the skills needed to develop that feature or that product and release it outside without depending on no one else. Exactly. Uh, yeah. of, of course, then if you have multiple teams, teams will... De- oh, usually depend on one another for contracts for APIs something like that but the the big concept is the team has all the feel the the the, the freedom and capabilities to do to do that to do that kind of work which yeah. uh brings then the, the two themes which is fixing problems and innovation yep. so uh we've been talking about this earlier and i think that they 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 are quite um these two themes they are quite um um they can say, be they can be uh, together. But yes. they, they might in many organizations they are like separate things. Separate things. So um, when you talk about fixing problems, is actually uh, any kind of technical depth that you can mm-hmm. have within your team, right? So any kind of issue that uh, came from previ- previous previous uh, product developments or uh, infrastructure development, something that you actually there's always could, something that you just missed or a bug or a bunch of bugs that you need to fix. But you don't fix that on the next iteration of mm-hmm. the, of the product of the service, and then you just have this kind of technical depth that you can actually mm-hmm. um uh it's it, it's going to hurt you on yeah. on the long term. Yeah, sometimes um, it's uh, explicit. The team acknowledges like, oh, okay, we're going to take a shortcut here because we need to release yeah. this feature. So we acknowledge that this is not the correct way to do it. So we will plan it in the future versions to fix it somehow. But we will make it team decision yes this is the way we yeah. want to go and we will know that, that this is technical debt exactly but it also might be 
people won't see it because, well, they decided to do something. They thought it was the right way. And a week, some weeks later, they realized, oh, this is, this is wrong. But now we, we can't fix it at the moment. We have to live with this, maybe make some patches, some shortcuts. But yeah. And they, that's the way technical debt comes from mostly. It's problems that have been then accumulating. And this is something that teams uh, and companies need to acknowledge. It's not yep. something new. It's not something uh, special or wrong. Uh, every development team does this. So it's if uh, some managers will look at you and when you tell them, like, we need to uh, refactor or we need time to fix all bugs, they will look at you like, what, you guys don't know what you're doing? How come there's problems we need to be fixing? There shouldn't be problems to fix for mm-hmm. on past things. But this always happens. It's natural in the development process. Yeah. Which then uh, brings to the innovation side. So... A lot of people just just think that innovation is creating thing, new things and uh, putting new things on the market or develop new things. But actually, um, there's a lot of innovation by just looking at the things that you did in the past that, that either are wrong or they have bugs or you need to fix it. Or understanding so you, the business. Exactly. So you can just uh, go back in time and uh, put some innovation on the things that you did before and do it better, do it yeah. um, faster, do it cheaper. And that's where actually a, a lot of innovation comes from, right? It's not just having a groundbreaking idea of building a new product mm-hmm. or a new service, but actually is going back in time, see what you what you did mm-hmm. before and actually improving that and improving the service or deliver a better service mm-hmm. to your customers. Yeah, right? I think that's something that uh, many startups uh, take wrong, uh, maybe because of the Silicon Valley culture, that unless you're going to be groundbreaking and the next <laughs> billion dollar unicorn company, that's not innovative. But innovation comes also in steps. You can, If you can create a product that's 10, 20% better than what's in the market and users realize that that 10, 20%, it's much better, it's... It's going to be easier for them to use or will give them more value for them that might they might see this as a big innovation exactly uh and even for banks like a small innovation in banks or in uh, insurances or big traditional companies just a small percentage improvement might mean millions for them in a, oh yes so a, a small improvement is a big innovation for them uh and yeah comes into a team sometimes teams think okay we have to create something new and they just work in their small silos uh, but to have proper innovation in a company, teams need to understand the business. They need to understand what the business wants to do, what issues are in there in the business, what problems but the business is facing. Because usually, by understanding those concepts of business-wise, they can see which problems can we tackle that will create a massive amount of value for mm-hmm. the company and not create something that they might work for three or four months. And then exactly. at the end of the month, the, someone uh, higher in the chain comes to them like, yeah, we don't need that. That's kind of, yeah, useless. And so, <laughs> exactly. So, um, bottom line, there's a lot of innovation that you can do by just fixing things and improving them. But also, there's a lot of innovation that where where you can just uh, create new things yeah. and create and see a look at the market, see where the market goes, and and build something to um, overcome mm-hmm. that um, uh, that market or that uh, or, or build that mm-hmm. innovation uh, forward. And um, which brings us to probably our last uh, theme of today, right? So, which is um, review of the Y Combinator startups. So, there were two days of, uh, at least two days of Y Combinator startups. Uh, we're talking about uh, 64 startups, 64 startups um, yeah. unveiled at Y, y Combinator uh, Demo Day, uh, so the 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, just looking at some of them, it's quite amazing how uh, they actually got there. So, because there's a lot of... Um, so, I haven't um, seen that list. So, I'm going, I'm waiting for Vitor to start telling <laughs> to me some of them. Yeah. To so, start telling me some, some of the things that he saw. Yeah, this is, me. this is quite, quite interesting. And because 
Um, uh, also, because our episode, it's been done on podcast, it's uh, being played on YouTube, but actually you're going to, we're going to have probably this part of the, of the program also on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to have just a short, uh, uh, kind of preview and episode of, uh, setup of the, out of the box on, on LinkedIn as well. So this might be, um, a good thing just to start, um, conversation with yeah. our listeners and, um. Uh, well, yes. I would say readers, but not uh, actually yeah, listeners. listeners. Yeah, tell us so, what you think. Tell us if they, if, uh, if you saw this list of 64 startups, uh, which one was more interesting for you or which one was a more shocking that shouldn't be on this list? Oh, so, there's a lot of, of them. Um, uh, to be honest, I think that um, uh, there are some interesting companies. So I'm just looking at they too. Uh, let's start with, um, with uh, there's a lot of stupidity, in my opinion, here on these startups. Um, so let's take this as as an example. There's a startup that, um, it's a social network for sexual, sexual misconduct reporting software. So you have, uh, two, um, uh, two people that actually have been harassed on work. Uh, you go into this network, you put a photo or phone number of the people that actually harassed you. If they match with someone else that did the same, a lawyer gets in contact with you to um, go to court. I'm thinking of all the legal problems around that issue. There you go. So there's one startup about that. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And so they're going to profit out of people's <sighs> problems and stress. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, there's another one right. that's called Bump, which is a peer-to-peer streetwear marketplace. There you uh, go. There you go. Street Streetwear marketplace. Uh, there's one wealth that wants to improve the treatment of canine cancer by using genomic testing and gene sequencing to improve diagnosis and um, efficacy well, of treatments. Well, that's a big market. Uh, that's it, gene it, treatment, that's biology. Okay, it is, market. but, it, but it, it's just just a smaller market. So we're, well, we're just they, aiming for niche markets right well, now. Well, if they can prove they have a method to detect cancer cells from yeah. there, they can... The animal market is a really big market. There's even yeah. a better one. There's a, a company which is an API for dental insurance. Um, there you go. <laughs> I got your reaction. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. As a user, if I want to look for dental insurance, um, uh, okay. Um, there's another company that's that's going to make personalized protein shakes. Because that was one thing that no one ever did before. Um, Soylent. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Soylent is meal replacement protein. Okay. Protein shakes. Um, yes. Ah, there's one that's quite cute. Cute. This one, which is, which is called U-Team. U-Team is a company that lets you rent engineers who work at consulting firms, but aren't currently doing anything. So consulting firms. <laughs> so is it the business model for consulting firms and freelancers? It's this is amazing. This is amazing. The startups that are here. Um, um, there's a, another company that wants to bring executive coaching to entire companies. Um, again, uh, another company that uh, uses AI to uh, teach English. Um, there's a company wants to be the open table for world's top restaurants. Because Open Table doesn't do that already. Um, ah, this one is quite cute, and probably we should end with this one. Um, this was came came from day two. This is a company that's called Pathrise, and they want to help. Uh, they help uh, train students to get better jobs 
okay, right? They train mm -hmm. students to get better jobs and in exchange for a percentage of their future salary via an income sharing agreement. So, so it's like college, like university, but they got a, a percentage of your salary well, it's in like, the future. It's like the loans uh, in the UK. So if I know you're in the UK, in the United States, you can take uh, loans uh, to go to college, to go to university. And then you pay a percentage of that loan based on your income every month. Yeah. yeah. So that means instead of you taking needing to take a loan, you can just go to them and do that from the beginning. So I'm not sure who's going to do this. Uh, it seems like uh, some kind of stupid idea. Uh, just because you, someone's going to train you for a better job, and then then you're going to get a percentage of your income. For how long? Um, I still, it's still uncertain. But um, yeah. probably should end with this one because I can see you're going to do this in the future. So it's a company that's called LUS, which makes hair care products for curly hair. <laughs> And that's it. I, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> and that's it. That That's a startup out of the box. Um, and um, this time also on LinkedIn and um, and all the other channels. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions or you want to tell us what's your favorite startup from the demo day, just send us a message. Exactly. Cheers. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye.